Let me see your hand. No wedding ring. So what's going on, man? Let's talk marriage, man. This cheetah married. Well, a lot of people really want to know what's going on in my in my personal life. And if it did happen, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Still a question mark. Still a question mark. You feel me? Hey guys, what's up? It's Tyreek Hill, aka the Cheetah Man. Um, sitting here tonight with the co-host, one and only Julius. Julius, how we feeling? You feeling amazing, man. How you feeling, man? I know you're feeling good. Got the five week. You've been resting, rested up, champ. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. You know that's the most important thing, man. Asking each other how how are we doing, man. Um, just just fulfilling those love languages. You know, um, mental health is very important, you know, to a, to us all. So just trying to make sure you're doing well over there, brother. Haven't seen your Appreciate face in a that. minute. It feels good to be back on. No, on, on, no shave on November, brother. No shave November, brother. It's it no shave crispy, November, man. You see, I got the peas going, man. But we we gonna get right. We gonna, we gonna get right into it. We gonna get right into it. Um, we just gonna get right into it. AFC, the everybody lost in the AFC. Everybody lost in the AFC except for the Miami Dolphins. It was a good week. Man. <laughs> so, what are your takes on that? Like, why is the AFC? You can't skip over there, bro. Talk about this. Why the Dolphins? Did y'all play, bro? <laughs> Hey, that's all, that's all I gotta say. Why do you think? Why do you think the AFC East is struggling? Like, because I want to see the AFC do East do good. If we're not playing, obviously, I want to see everybody win. You know what I'm saying? Do their thing. But why do you think we we, we struggling? We saw the, the Denver Broncos take down the Bills. We seen the Jets lose to um, who they lost to. I can't remember Raiders. I can't remember. They lost. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Patriots lost to the Colts. So. What do you think? What do you think it is? Start start with Buffalo. Underestimating their opponent. I think I think AFC y'all got a lot of talent at AFC, but AFC East. And it's a situation where, in my opinion, that's where the most talent is, you know, just from being around you, seeing other players. Um, and it's just underestimating their opponent. Because when you look at the schedule, you look at the matchups, it's almost like you overlook those individuals. Like, ah, they record ain't that, they, it ain't that impressive. So they're just going there, half cop, you know what I'm saying? Just one of the things, you know how you always say, or growing up, your granddad and your parents used to tell you, don't play to the level of your competition. And sometimes that happens. So I think, I think people just been allowing people to hang around because of that. And then they look up and he got an ill. So yeah. you know, I think it just comes from underestimating. What 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 you got on it? What you thinking? My take is um I didn't get a chance to watch any of the game games except for the Bills and Broncos game. And mm-hmm. it's it's as just like you said, man, it's it's any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, yeah. man, a team can come out and just simply just outperform you. And I know how it is. Like as an offense, like if you see, and I even called it, I was watching the Bills all night. I was like, those guys are in the slump. They got to find a way to to at least make one big play, you know what I'm saying, to like get them out of that slump. And um, we we seen it against the Chiefs when when, when we were in Germany. We was in, we was in a slump the whole entire first half, you feel me? And we couldn't find a way to, to make a big play to get out of that slump. And the Bills mm-hmm. had that same scenario during that whole entire game. You know, they was turning the ball over. Um, they weren't able to convert on third down. So – it was tough for them to get out of that slump. And, you know, like the time is uh, ticking. Um, the game is moving fast. And before you know it, the game will be over with. You feel me? So mm-hmm. um, 
you got guys on the other side of the ball who's getting paid. You got Sean Payton, or arguably head Hall of Fame coach. You got Russell Wilson, Hall of Fame quarterback. And mm-hmm. the way that defense been flying around the ball for for the Denver Broncos is is next level, man. So um, it, it, it's tough. Um, I'm pretty sure the Buffalo Bills will find a way to bounce back because they got great leaders. They got um, a ton of talent. Um, they got they got a bunch of superstars on that team, and they're gonna turn it around eventually. But them sitting at five, five and five is is uh, puts us at a real good spot. You feel me? So, <laughs> I puts the uh, Miami Dolphins at a real good spot. So, how hard is that? that? How hard is that um, on a professional level to come out of that slump? Like you said, I mean these are world class athletes, and once you're in that slump, you know, growing up, you know, you see the sports and they say, "Oh, just keep pushing through." That shit don't always work. You feel me? <laughs> like if they say, "Just keep going." That shit don't always work. So how hard is it when you're struggling on offense to come out of that slump? Man, it's, it's tough. It's tough, man. Um, you just got to be – I feel like you almost said it. Like you you just got to keep pushing through and you got to just keep motivating guys, especially like the younger guys, man, um, just to uh, keep battling and, and, and to never like forget, you know what I'm saying, um, the fundamentals and the techniques that have gotten us this far. You feel me? Because, mm-hmm. man, I, I, I promise you, catching the ball every day can get boring. Like it it can get boring. I'm going to sit here and say that it can get boring, but um, being able to, being able to do the routine things and being able to help the the offensive, well, well, help this offense move the ball, um, whether it's catching a hitch, whether it's catching a slant for like five yards or six yards a pop, um, getting the quarterback in rhythm, that, that helps a lot. Like that helps mm-hmm. a lot. So just finding small ways, you know what I'm saying, to, to um, help the offense get out of that rut. And um, it's tough, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, it's tough. It's like, man, what do we call? What do we run? Nothing's working, working at this point. So does, does it ever come to a situation where a sense of urgency and panic kick in? Because I know, you know, outside looking in, we're watching like, oh, this quarterback finna get desperate, right? And so now you see them start making throws that they normally wouldn't make. Like, yeah. what's the mindset in that moment? Because now, obviously, you know, hurry up offense, everything rolling, you're trying to get down there, trying to march down the field and score before the end of the game and walk away with a win. What's the urgency or what's the mindset when that's going on? Like, let's say you're pulling out the slump and you're making that last drive. You know what's crazy, man? Um, I, I gotta get a, I, I gotta get a, uh, I gotta give a credit to our quarterbacks coach. He do, he does such a great job of, you know, um, helping to understand the game of football and how it's played because he was able to be around a guy like Russell Wilson and he was able to be around like other, you know, sensational quarterbacks, um, during his, you know, tenure in the NFL and, um, coach Darrell Bevel. He does a great job with just, just the whole offense, even though, um, even though Coach Bell is just the quarterback's coach, he does a great job also of just reiterating that also throughout the whole entire offense about, hey, guys, this game is, is chess. It's not checkers. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. this, this game is, is meant to be played at a, so, at, a slow, at a slow pace, even though we got a fast-paced team. Um, just take it one play at a time, and it'll begin to, to come together. And um, he does a great job with that. I feel like uh, he doesn't get enough credit. Um, but he, he certainly does a great job. Him, um, Coach Frank does a great job. Our offensive coordinator on, you know, just um, over communicating the details that you know we sometimes need as an offense. Um, even mm-hmm. even me, even myself being a veteran in this offense, I sometimes need to hear that 
Um, because my mind can go from like, hey, bro, like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to score. I'm ready to go. And it's like, re- just calm down. It's, it's not checkers. It's, mm-hmm. it's chess. Like we're just going to move the ball down the field strategically so mm-hmm. we can, you know what I'm saying, keep a keep the defense off the field so they can, you know, get um, um, get their energy. And then also so we can um, keep them guessing on the other side of the ball. So our coaches do a great job of, of that, you know what I'm saying, um, game planning and stuff. So, obviously, I mean, we read reports. What's up with everybody saying it's time to have a conversation about Josh Allen? I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's up with people. I love Josh Allen. I love watching him right. play. Um, like, his, his guy, is a, he, he's a very elite talent. And I, I feel like people people see one bad game or a few bad games and just think a, a guy has lost it all of a sudden. You feel me? Right. A lot of people, they may believe in the Madden curse. But truth be told, I don't believe in the Madden curse. I would love to be on the cover of Madden. I would, I would, it would be an honor to be on the cover of Madden, man. Like, you know what it would mean for a kid, just anybody to grace the cover of Madden. And for right. people to say that, that it's a Madden curse is just ridiculous. Like, we look back at Antonio Brown on Madden 19 when he went crazy. Like, I, 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 I think AB had a crazy year. He did. And, and, and not team, whenever he was on the Madden curse. You feel me? So for people to just sit here and say, oh, it's the Madden curse. That's why they're five and five. It's this and that. That's just that's just internet talk. That's just Twitter talk just to keep the trolls alive, I guess. So I don't explain I don't, explain, I, explain the Madden curse because I know people, they, they hear it, but a lot of people don't understand it. I mean, I can explain it, but you're in a league and hopefully you get to that cover. Explain that to them, man. <laughs> I, you know what? Truth be told, I really cannot explain the math because I still don't understand it. It's like, bro, like once you get on the curse, it's like you under a spell and you no longer how to you no longer know how to play football. You don't understand anything. It's just like, hey, I'm I'm the face of the NFL now, and it's it's just over. I don't, I don't know. Can can you help me explain it? Because I'm I'm still trying to. So I think it's I think it's just like anything else. Everything about you in that moment is is heightened. Right, because you've reached this elite level to where now you're on this Madden cover, right? So now, in my opinion, they place you on this football hierarchy pedestal, which is fine. You know, you 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 put in the time and you put in the effort, and you obviously got the stats to earn that position on the Madden cover. So a lot of people feel like once you hit that Madden cover, after a while, your career just kind of dwindles down, and you know, you, your yards ain't looking the same, your catches ain't looking the same. And it just started going crazy, man. I I was reading an article where they was talking about AB. Guess what they said the curse was with him? What? Getting arrested. Man, I right, see. Look, like Bruh. people just make up anything. <laughs> they, people just make up anything in their head these days. They just be like, I, I I don't know at this point. Guess who else? Guess who else they said the curse was for them? Vic. <laughs> guess what the curse was again? Vic. Yeah. What, what was the curse? Getting arrested. Like, how the fuck is that the curse? That has nothing to do with football. Like, that what has the nothing f- to do with anything, <laughs> bro. Like, but I think, I think, I don't think it's a curse. I think it's just like anything else. It's just like you're a celebrity, you're an NFL football player. Everything is a heightened level of scrutiny. So now you in the public eye a little more, right? They had Ray Lewis on there, right? And we, yeah. So, they find different things to try to say this is the curse. Like, you can stomp your toe. Oh, man, curse. You've never been on that damn cover. But it has zero to do with anything. I just think you're at a heightened level. 
of scrutiny. Um, and that's just all it is. Now people, they want to investigate, a, 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 a pick at every little thing, every little nuance that you do on the field, whether your yards drop, well, hell, what if you, what if your starting quarterback got hurt? So I think it's so many different factors that play a part in it that people don't really take into consideration. But I don't believe in the Madden curse. I just believe in now people going to go at you even harder because you're on that curse and they expect more out of you. Like you say, to whom much is given, much is expected. That's, that's what it is. Like people just really expect, I don't know, like people people really think that NFL players just go out and play a game and don't want to be their best. Like as a competitor, I can I can I can probably speak for every NFL guy who's on a certain level, especially Josh Allen. Like he goes out there, prepares because he's the franchise. Like yeah. he he prepares like he's gonna win every single game. Like that's his mindset. Like I don't I don't I don't understand I don't understand it either if you're a Bills fan or just a fan of another team. Like that man trying to win every game he can. Like he he's not mm-hmm. going out there on purpose trying to turn the ball over. He not. He not, mm-hmm. bro. He not, bro, because like once you reach that certain level, it's like, bro, I want to keep feeling that. I, I right. like, I want to keep having that feeling. Like each and every day, I want to have it. You feel me? So right. Now, quarterback. Oh no, no, no. We we own quarterback, so we gotta go. You had a tweet about Deshaun Watson, right? Oh yeah. And you basically said, "Hey, where all that criticism at this week? Where is that?" <laughs> Where is that? What a slander at? Nah, like, I ain't seen no slander. You know, weeks prior, I was seeing all kind of Deshaun Watson slander. Oh, Deshaun Watson sitting out because he tripped and fell. Oh, Deshaun Watson don't want to play. Oh, Deshaun Watson doesn't have love for the game. Oh, Deshaun Watson this and that and this and that. Oh, Deshaun Watson just beat the number two team in the AFC. So where y'all at? Nah. Mm. So now the excuse was, oh, Deshaun Watson ain't play that great. His defense... Did it all. Oh, so what? He was the quarterback of the game, though. If if, if we gonna make if we gonna make if if we gonna make this game about quarterback win, if, if we gonna make this game about win win wins and losses for the quarterbacks, like like it's gotta make sense. Like it's gotta be a double standard. Like okay, like okay, he he didn't play so great, but his defense helped him out. It's a team game. It's a team sport. You feel me? Right. But now you want to say, oh, his defense. You know what I'm saying? Build him out. Come on, man, get out of here. But then if he would have lost the game, y'all would have been like, oh, that loss going on Deshaun Watson no matter what. Man, get out of here. These, these, like, like I say, these trolls, these people on the internet, they they really just be talking. That's why you really can't feed into it. And that's why me being me, I'm going to say what I want to say, and I'm going to have every NFL player back because, you know what I'm saying, like I know how hard it is, you know what I'm saying, for for just a person to speak out for themselves or just, just anybody in general. You feel me? All right. Like, and. Deshaun Watson, he's a Georgia boy, went to Clemson. I've always been a fan of him, and he's a superb talent, and he's going to keep doing this thing in the, in the league. And I'm glad the Cleveland Browns signed him to a huge contract because he's going to prove all the haters wrong. Watch. I just know it. I just know it. I just know it. Hey, guys, we are sponsored by the Ultimate Real Daily Fantasy Sports app, Sleeper, and we got to shout them out today. You can win up to 100 times your money with Sleeper, and they have tons of stat categories for you to choose from. As you know, I'm an active NFL player and can't participate on the app, but Julius is going to tell you what's up. Tonight, I am taking LeBron James. The app has him projected at 23.5 points. I got LeBron for going for more than 23.5 points. De'Aaron Fox, I got you. The app has you at 19.5 points. I need you to get more than that because my projections is that he would have more than 19.5 points. LeBron, De'Aaron Fox, I need y'all to pull through. Sacramento used to be my team. 
when Chris Webb and Mike Bibby was there. So, De'Aaron, I need you to pray to the king gods and make sure you get above 19.5. Use promo code CHEETAH so you can get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Don't forget to hit the promo code CHEETAH as soon as you sign up. Bird, real dude, I saw I saw Deshaun Watson and Tiffin one day. Him and his convoy, they had like five Lamborghinis. I don't know where they were headed, but I guess they left Atlanta and was going down to uh, Florida more than likely. But mm. just like just like I was saying before, I think I think because of past past allegations, however we won a title, you know we don't really get into the legalities or nothing. But I think um He's garnered a, a unfair criticism ever since that. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. I think it's going to continue to follow him. It don't matter. He can go out and win MVP for the next five years and go win five straight Super Bowls. It don't they matter. They still going to talk. They still going to talk. Gonna and talk. like you said, what you said last, last week, what you said, what you said last week, I don't give a fuck. So, but I, I think, I think oh, that's man. why people went at him so hard. And But when he – Perform, not everybody quiet. Not not everybody quiet. Right. Not now the sports page quiet about him. Like, what was that energy at? Where's that energy now? We need that energy now. Like, where is it now? Where's the support now? Huh? Where's the support, man? I think like, I think I think your tweet summed it up, bro. And and I like how you go to bat for them players every day of the week. I don't see too many more people doing that. You know, nothing against anybody who's doing it, but you make it a point. Like I said repeatedly, you would check us in the group. Like, hey, bro, that man ain't trash now. He's elite athletes, bro. Like, hey, he's coming to your your field and talking you trash. So be mindful. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's really what it comes down to, man. Like, I, I I feel like a lot of people don't really understand, though, sometimes. And I just want to be that voice that's like, bro. That dude like that. Like, he just ain't lose it. He just ain't lose it. I know he just ain't lose it. It don't matter what team he go to. I, I can understand some people be like, oh, he's a system guy or this or that. But Sean Watson, he like that. He got that. He can go to any system and succeed anywhere. And it, like, you just got some guys who like that, that can go to any system and just be a baller no matter what. And he's just one of them guys. I, I just feel like anyway, that's just me. Speaking of anybody who can go to any system, you had another famous tweet, man. You've been on a rampage on this bye week. You've been busy. We're gonna we're gonna talk. <laughs> but hey, <I'm... laughs> you had another tweet. He said, Hey, hey my boy, they find you for stuff like that. OBJ. <laughs> what, what advice you got for that uh that peace sign celebration? <laughs> Man, my only advice to OBJ is to wear grip boost so that way whenever he wants to flash the peace sign, just hold up his hand and it's already inside and it's already designed in his hand that's my only advice to obj um and because this is going to be a pretty healthy fine right here the nfl don't play john runyon the nfl guy who does the fine ex ex former player he he, he don't mind finding active players like him and roger Goodell must have had a talk this offseason he was like hey if you find these guys you get 20 percent of very fine and, it, and it's like no joke like i feel like fines this year are up to like they got to be up like 75% or something. Cause every week I'm saying a different fine for something. And it's like, it's like, it's not, it's nothing crazy. 
Um, even, even like the roughing the penalty, even like the targeting hits, or these crazy tackles and um, unnecessary roughness calls, uh, penalties, fines that they get. Like, mm-hmm. it's nothing crazy. It's just that the league right. just finding people um, at a crazy level right now. And I'm, I'm just like, bro, I'm just trying to follow the rules and, and just be a, a regular employee, man, because I love my money and I don't got time for them people to take what <laughs> I've worked my tail off for. You feel me? Because <laughs> something, something wrong with you. <laughs> I, I got some things that I got to get for Christmas and these people is not playing. They taxing. Yeah. So what do you, do you think? I know I know the league has evolved as it relates to celebrations. I remember a few years the league celebration had just got straight up outlandish. Like, do you think those fines or excessive fines um can potentially start taking some of the fun out of the game as, as it relates to celebrations? Yeah, I, I really think so because um a lot of this um is it, it's never intentional. Um a, a lot of guys personally mm-hmm. know each other. You feel me? So it's it's never mm-hmm. intentional whether it's a hit, whether it's like me doing a peace sign. It's never intentional. It's always fun. It's it's always fun trash talk. It's always fun dialogue. And um I, I feel like at the beginning of the year they always, you know, they they want us to show our personality, but to a certain but but to a certain degree. It's like, okay, you can show your personality, but you can't do this. It's like how am I showing my personality if I can't? You feel me? Like, right? People, people know Cheetah as like peace sign. I'm out. I'm gone. Like, right? That's why I came up with the glove idea because I I can't I can't peace sign, so I gotta hold my hand up. So what's going on? Like, what do y'all like? How how do we meet meet in the middle? Because I'm I'm right. never trying to disrespect nobody. I'm I'm just I'm just that's just me. I'm I mean I'm superhero. I'm that's what people know. <laughs> Like that's what people know my character as in the movie. Like, right. oh, he's fast. He finna. He's out. So, I don't. Um, I'm. Uh, I just think um, next year probably won't be like that though. It's, it's just one of those years that they're really trying to um, set the example where, like, hey, you will wear socks. Hey, you will not um, hit this guy to the play, or you will not, you know, taunt this guy. You feel me? So I, I feel like this is just a wave of just this year and once we get through this year next year it'll be totally different because last year they weren't finding like that you right. feel me so it'll be totally different next year it's always different so germany let's recap you 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 did a lot while you were in germany there was some behind the scenes stuff you were out there doing celebrating and surprising people talk to me about that man what, what's that concept where that come from uh well the whole idea um was just to just go have fun, you know. Obviously, the main goal is to play ball, you know, come back with the win. But um, I, w- I want to have fun. I want to go there. I want to experience and you know see what Germany has had to offer. So we came up with the idea. We was like, hey, you remember that grandpa costume that you did? How about we turn you into a German guy, a German black guy? And I was like, okay, <laughs> I like that. I really like that. So we did it. Um, and once I got to the street, like people immediately knew who I was. It's like, bro, like no disguise work works on me. Like what? Like what do I do? But it was fun though. It was a lot of fun um, being able to um, interact with the fans, interact with people from Germany, and mm-hmm. really just interact with people from like all over the world because it was people from Australia, from from the Netherlands, from mm-hmm. from Germany, obviously from different parts of Germany. 
And it was just dope, man, just to just to see how um, much those people actually had love for the game of football. It wasn't, hey, Reek, I have a parlay on you this week and I need you to get 75 yards. It was, bro, Cheetah, I love you. Freaking love you, dude. Like, it's right. like that feeling there made me feel it – was, it was like the best feeling ever. It was like, bro, like this is why I love to play this game of football because it wasn't about I need you to get 75 yards or – I need you to get two touchdowns or I need you to not score this week. It was about, bro, <laughs> I may never literally right. see you again. And I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad your mom had you. I'm thankful to <laughs> have graced you, Tyree. And that made me feel like, made me feel good. It was like, oh my gosh, I have to come back here. The fan support here is so crazy. Right. Not saying that, that the fan support isn't great in America, but it was next level, like feeling that that genuine, authentic, organic, like it was next level, crazy. But nah, so what you what you gonna have to do, man? You <laughs> they can see they gonna know who you are. You gotta go as Bob from marketing, like Martin did, change the skin color, get you a wig, man, and pull up and just just switch it all the way up. So you in Germany, you went into the bye week. You had a busy bye week. You had a busy bye yeah. week. What you what you been doing, man? You just, just been relaxing. Just TMZ went crazy. The news went crazy. Phones went crazy. Again, what what? I mean, let me see your hand. Hey, no wedding ring. So what's going on, man? Let's talk marriage, man. We seen all the articles. I, I should have put on my tux. You ain't, you ain't know to put on the tux. So what's going on, man? A lot of people, a lot of people really want to know what's going on in my, in my personal life. And the way that I live, um, we don't let a lot of people in our personal life. All, all it is was I just got back with my longtime fiance. You feel me? Like we went to the courthouse and, you know, we, we had a few conversations and if it did happen, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Still a question mark. Still a question mark. You feel me? And that's the great and that's the great part about love. You never know. It's a mystery. Love can be a mystery. You feel me? Yeah. Especially in the Cheetah household. So um yeah, that, that was it. Like TMZ was hitting me up like crazy, like, hey, what's going on? We see you got back with Kita. And it's like, bro, like, relax. Relax, okay? Like, first of all, why are you guys in this small-ass town right now? How did y'all know that we were here? Like, what's going on? So, um, yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. A lot of people trying to figure out what's going on. You know, like you said, the beautiful thing about it is, and we raised on that, what happens at home stays at home, whatever you decide to do. In the confines of your life, that's your business, you know. But it becomes everybody's business. The TMZ reported. <laughs> it, it was crazy. It was. Cra- I guess I shouldn't have got a thousand yards in fucking eight games because now they're on my tail like crazy. It was. Has that has that allegation or that question mark um, caused a disruption? Um, and you know, you going to the store, you going anywhere, but people coming up to you just bothering you about that. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But it really doesn't bother me though, because um, I really, I truth be told, I really don't go anywhere. Um, 
Right. It's either right now it's either Kita or my mom, you know, doing all the running around stuff, and I just really stay at home. But besides that, um, whenever we went to the Bahamas this past, when we went to the Bahamas Thursday, yeah, we went to the Bahamas Thursday. A lot of people were like, congrats, 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 congrats. And we like, okay. You know that's a honeymoon spot though, right? I mean, but <laughs> I got a little Bahamas though. Cheetah love the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You love it. You can burn crazy. <laughs> so congrats, question mark. on Congrats on the question mark, my guy. But no, um, yeah, you was busy, man. <laughs> you 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 went absolutely viral on that. Like, I, I you know how oh, I feel about it, man. Congrats on getting back with your long time, fiance Keto. We love you. Uh, we supporting the question mark. If there is a question mark, whatever happens, we supporting you, brother. You know it. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Brett crazy. Brett crazy. Yeah. Hey. I, all I'm going to say is, my mama always said this. You can always tell when a man is married. He started gaining weight. Y'all, <laughs> y'all check back on cheating in two, in two months. <sighs> yeah, about two months. If I'm, if I'm at 205, running a 45, <laughs> it's over. It's over, y'all. Hang up the cleat. <laughs> it's over with. Upcoming game against the Raiders, man. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. I'm really, I'm really excited to get back on the gridiron. Um, it's gonna be a fun game. It's gonna be, it's gonna be um, one of those um, games that we really got to bring our A game, and we really can't look, overlook our opponent because these guys are two and zero. Coach Pierce got these guys playing at a at a very high level. He's definitely changed the culture over there um, in Vegas. So really looking forward. Um, I already said it. Really, really looking forward to just watching those guys play, watching those guys fly um, around the ball, and me 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 being a player and. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, just being able to watch, you know, Coach Pierce and and just where he came from is it, just it's just amazing. Um, he has a story, and like as as a player, I'm like, man, I, I would want all coaches to be former players. You feel me? Mm. Because at least they have a little bit of experience in the game. And I'm sure Coach Pierce, he, I'm, I'm sure C- Coach Pierce, he's a uh, he's a players coach. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that that can really relate to the players and really understand the players and re- really knows the game of football and um, how the game goes. And he's like, "Hey, I seen in one of his um, press conferences, um, he was like, I'm not no idiot. I know who to get the ball to. I got one of the best receivers in the game, and mm-hmm. that was Devontae Adams. He's a smart man. He's a smart mm-hmm. guy. So I gotta love that when your head coach is talking like that about a star player. It's like, hey, coach." I ain't gonna make you look stupid. Keep, keep, come on, feed me that rock, man. Yeah, nah, like you said, he's a he's a player's coach. Uh, shout out to him, and it, it's a brother. You know, at the end of the day, you know, people might say, "Oh man, he done." Nah, nah, nah. It's not that many coaching positions for brothers in the NFL. Shout out to that brother for occupying one of those spaces and doing a hell of a job at it. With just what a couple of games under his belt. That's it. Like, like That's it. So. You've been in the NFL now for a while. You've had friends who was on the practice squad. Like, you see where he changed the culture and has it now to where the players on the practice squad are on the sideline during the games. Like, 
give me some insight on that because in my opinion, shit, they employees, why wouldn't they be on the side? You know what I mean? You might not get to travel everywhere because of expenses, but at least home games and other certain places, you should be able to stand over there with the team that you actually play for. Yeah. What's your take on that? I absolutely love it. I think it's absolutely smart, man, because some guys, um, some rookies, some uh, first first year, second year guys, they may they may never get a chance to play the game of football because of the positions that they're in, um, their reserves. So for them to be able to um, for them to be able to witness a football game live on the sideline is just next level. That's something that those guys can carry for the rest of their lives, A, and then B, they can also see the speed of the game up close and how it's played and, you know, how guys move and um, how in detail guys are about how, how they work. So, you know, um, there are so many pros to that. I don't I don't see why every coach in the NFL wouldn't want to do that. You feel me? So I feel like what he's doing down there is amazing. It's simply a beautiful thing, how he mm-hmm. has turned that team around in literally two weeks when mm-hmm. they literally hired a coach, gave him a hundred mil, and you got a guy who who was already in the building who can do it for literally five mil. <laughs> yeah, he deserves more, but yeah. that's, that's just how it is, man. I feel like the NFL is all about who you know. So, because right. there are a bunch of coaches who can out coach the head coaches, a bunch mm-hmm. of coaches. Right. You know I mean? But it's just all about who you know and how you interview. You feel me? Right. I, I I think EB, Eric B. Enemy should be a head coach, but that's another discussion <laughs> down the road. But that's just me, though. That's just Cheetah, though. Right. You feel right. me? Right. Right. Well, I, I like what he's doing because at the end of the day, I mean, to me, it makes sense. Like, as a lawyer, when I would, uh, when I was either interning, working as a paralegal, or in like my first year, and I would go to um, trials, whether it's a murder trial or any kind of serious felony trial with an older seasoned attorney my first year, like mm-hmm. it, it, it embedded something in me to say, this is what I want to do. I want to be a trial attorney. You know what I'm saying? And that pushed me in my opinion, to become a better trial attorney because you get to see it up close and personal as opposed to just sitting in the, in the, in the audience on looking what this attorney is doing. No, you get to actually see it up close and personal. You get to actually take part in it, whereas they might not step on the field, but seeing that fast pace, you know what I'm saying, seeing the players, seeing the fans, being in that atmosphere might make them go 10 times harder and get moved up from that practice squad onto the roster. So I just think that's an amazing job what he's doing. And that's also, in my opinion, that it help keep your starters or your players who made the roster on their feet and let them know these dudes on your heels, literally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't worried yeah. about them because they at home watching it or they in the stands watching it. But nah, the hell with that. They right here. So you know, like you say, next man up, play around you want to. These dudes hungry. So I think that that works both ways. And I think he's creating an amazing atmosphere over there. I would like to see him, you know, I, I, I wish their brother success, man. That whole team, how they operating. Obviously, we ain't trying to see him win a Super Bowl, but, you know, shout out to that team. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I, 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 a, perfect, a perfect scenario for me would, would be if uh, the Vegas Raiders hired him as, as a coach. And, you know, um, I've seen so many players, you know, have his back over there. From Max, from Max Crosby to Devontae Adams to, like, really all, 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 all of the star players. You, know, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, if a head coach can get in tune with his star players, 
Um, he he can definitely control the locker room, and he I I can see him being able to do that because he like I said he was a player. You feel me? So he mm-hmm. understands he understands it all. He he understands it. Like the way that this game is going is no. I feel like th- th- this game is no longer built for like those those old school tra- traditional coaches. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I coach like Coach Reed. Coach Reed understands how to evolve, like and develop, like with the new style. You feel me? Like he knows how to blend in with, with us. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's why Coach Reed like successful like that. You feel me? Because like you see Coach right. Reed, what he wearing? He wearing the Air Force One. <laughs> he, he getting jiggy with it. You feel me? Like that's Coach Reed. He cool. Right. He cool with it. You feel me? Right. So right. the other coach, the other old coaches know they gotta. So they gotta know. I think. I think. I think that's what it's gonna go to, man. Like. Your coach, I call him McDubby, but I think um, it's going to be like a two-tier layer to these coaches. You're going to have a former player coach who still can get down to these players' level because no matter what, the game is changing. The level of competition is changing. The caliber of person that's in the NFL is changing. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to start looking at former players who can actually get down and relate to the culture of that locker room or embody that culture in the locker room. Like you see Coach McDaniel, he's running he's running around with you guys. He's embodying that culture. So I think it's going to go to technician who's mm-hmm. right here. Nothing against AP them, but who's super um, detail-oriented, like Coach McDaniel, who can break anything down. It's almost like he's a mathematician. That's going to be one aspect of the player, of the, of the coach. And then you're going to have the other former player coach and they both can get down on it. I think like you I think you're absolutely right that that hard nose, I don't want to relate type situation, just go out there and play. I think that's that's passe. I think that's over and done with, man. Yeah, that's gone. On the way these the way these new generation rookies, rookie fresh year players coming in now. Nah, no, sir. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Upcoming projections. What kind of defense you think you're gonna see on you from the Raiders? Man, I'm I say about seven receptions for like one thirty-seven. Two toes. I'm going for two toes this week. I I went to the Bahamas, came back refreshed. I'm feeling good. I see. I I, I hope you go over two hundred. I hope you go over two. Um, would you think they're gonna run a cover two? Put somebody over the top on you. Yeah, try to keep you in check. Yeah, they they run <laughs> they running cover two the whole game. Coach, Coach Pierce, he understand. Like I said, he understand the game. He like, look, don't let that speed get behind me. Don't let that speed get behind us. We keep the speed in front of us. We we scrape, but we got Devon. They chain back this week. Him and Raheem Mostert. It's, it's hey, the Dolphins. We we shaking back. We shaking back during the right time of the year, in the middle of the year. So we're gonna be all right.